This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, spring is a wonderful time to enjoy the outdoors. Perhaps not uh, the best of spring days today, but that's soon to clear up, I'm absolutely sure. Well, an opportunity is coming our way to explore Dunedin's wildlife and wild places over the school holidays. The spring edition of the Wild Dunedin Festival uh, is uh, an addition to the annual week-long Wild Dunedin Festival to be held in April. We thought we'd catch up with Jeannie Hayden to find out what's in store. Morena, good to have you with us, Jeannie. Morena, Jeff. Jeannie, tell Thank us, you. what was the uh, yep. thinking here about uh, about putting on this weekend when you always have so much to do to organise the Big Wild and Eden Festival proper? Yes, well, we in April, um, when we were doing our festival, we wanted to uh, try out spring, and that was mainly to support our um, wonderful festival partners who've been really affected by the downturn and visitors through COVID. And um, when we set it up, of course, everything was a lot more open. And we had to make the decision a few weeks ago, do we go ahead or not? Um, Because we're not going to be able to um, do what we originally hoped in getting lots of visitors from outside of the city to come for a weekend. Um, So we uh, thought, well, it's the school holidays and people are really tired of not being able to get out and about and do things. And because so many things have been cancelled, we thought we'd go ahead um, because it is the school holidays. People will be looking for things to do. And the way our festival's structured, we have lots of um, smaller events, a lot of them outside, uh, which can fit in with Level 2. So basically it's our partners and um, with a few of our regular and a new contributor on board. So it's a much smaller festival, it's just the weekend, but um, we're going to give it a go. We're the festival that can, we hope, when everyone else has had to cancel. Indeed. So from the 8th till the 10th of October, that's this coming weekend, it's a really busy programme of events and um, we probably can't hop through all of them, Jeannie, but, but how do we get things underway? Well, um, because we're trying to do this with a minimal cost, we haven't got a printed program or anything, so everyone has to go to our website for the program um, or our Facebook, and there's plenty of links in the Facebook events up there of all the programs. Um, so the best way is to go to uh, wilddunedin.nz, and there's a number of places on the homepage where you can we see the little hour, you can go straight into the program. Um, and uh, basically it's uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, I guess I, I could talk about maybe there's... We are bringing uh, a couple of guests from outside of Dunedin, and this was left over from our 2020 uh, festival um, because it's such a great story, and it's a panel discussion called Fight for the Forest. Um, with COVID, we've got limited numbers, and but it's free, and it's at Otago Museum at 3 p.m. at Hutton. Um, it's looking... Um, Alison Balance is going to be the MC. She's going to host Paul Bentsman, who's written this book called Fight for the Forest, which really goes back to the 70s, uh, to the beginning of our sort of environmental movements. 
and um, he basically tells the story of New Zealanders up and down the country who decided, no, we've got, uh, we can't keep felling trees, or the government can't keep felling trees. It was really the awakening of environmentalism in New Zealand, and there are lots of wonderful stories right through the country, but we're going to be focusing on Save Manapuri. Um, because a young student then, who's now a retired biologist, um, botanist, Peter Johnson, um, he was a student and he was one of the people under Sir Alan Mark who did a lot of the um, listing of all the plants um, that would be drowned if they raised the lake to the highest level. And so Peter is going to be um, with this panel discussion with Paul, who will tell stories about elsewhere in New Zealand, and um, and it'll be a lovely uh, chat about it all. And there's going to be a free giveaway of the book for one lucky person who goes. But you do need to book through the Otago Museum. You have to book a place because we're only limited to 50 seats. So that's a that's a really um, good one to go to. Uh, we're also um, looking at. Uh, I don't know if, if there has been. We've got a new presenter or a new uh, contributor, uh, Stephen Parker. He's a herbalist and an outdoor educator, and he's doing a spring um, a medicinal plant walks. One at Aramoana and one at Bethune's Gully. So this is a new event for us. We're trialling it for our, our festival. Um, unfortunately, spring sometimes is a bit more up and down with weather than... than um, the good thing about April is that it's usually quite uh, stable weather. But I hear that it's going to be maybe misty, but it'll be um, quite warm in the weekend, I'm hoping. Um, and uh, the our, uh, we've got great deals with Monarch, ten dollar tours for thirty minutes. So he's um, Neil's put on uh, two tours daily, uh, where people can go for ten dollars on the Monarch, and they'll just go as far as Tauroa ahead. But it's probably really good for people with younger children. Who, or people who don't like being on a boat for too long, you do get out and you do see the wildlife in the harbour. You just won't go out into the big ocean part. But he's also doing a 50% discount on the um, standard one-hour tour, which does go outside the heads. Um, the Albatross Colony for all of October have a um, Tairoa Head unique tour special of 50% and um, but the museum has really made our program really full they have they will be indoor events so if the weather is bad there's lots to do at the museum all connected with nature and um, you know there's the family attic tour which I remember as a child myself coming to Dunedin and I rem- and that attic tour that little um, attic with all those stuffed animals is really quite memorable for Dunedin people. And we've got 
the um, curators to do a family tour. So rather than going around and just reading about those animals, they'll make them come to life with lots of stories. So that's uh, 3pm during the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. And um, tomorrow we've got the sunfish, uh, the big fiberglass sunfish. Um, Emma um, is going to be talking about um, how unique that sunfish is. And in, um, so that's at 11 a.m. So there's lots of little sessions where a lot of the people from behind the scenes at the museum have come out and they're doing events. So um, one on bugs, another one on birds. Um, and if the weather's great, you can learn about bird calls yourself by going with Birds NZ um, to the town belt and they'll teach you about how to identify bird calls. Um, they do five-minute bird calls. So you silent for five minutes and try to identify all the birds. So there's a busy programme of events. It's a busy programme, <laughs> and I'm <clears throat> just trying to get through as much. Well, but you can see there's, there's stuff for good weather, stuff for bad weather. Lots for the kids and, and for the adults too. They've, um, you know, you've got artist talks over wine, you've got a seaweed and sushi cruise, you've got those medicinal yep. plant walks that you talked about before, you've got those special guests, Alison Balance and uh, Paul Bensonman in town for that panel discussion uh, with local botanist Peter Johnson. So much to see and do and what great timing uh, this is. Uh, we know that school holidays can throw up a lot of questions about, uh, well, what is there to do? <laughs> well, you've got three very... Yep very busy days of heaps of things to choose from and uh, it's you know one of the great yes. things about this opportunity too isn't it it just reminds us how fortunate we are even at level two to be able to get out and about and to enjoy these things and given that as you've said Jenny that many of them are outdoors as long as we still all play it safe those can go ahead without any difficulty at all <clears throat> and um, yeah and um, yeah and in, in, indoors you are really limited by numbers so I advise you to uh, book with the Targo Museum because there is only so many places. Um, so uh, be in early. <laughs> so hop onto the Wild Dunedin website. It's nice and easy to find. Um, spring is a wild time in Autipoti and you can enjoy this little mini festival, if you like, between the 8th and 10th of October. We do, of course, look forward to April of next year. Jeannie, and no doubt you are still also uh, working very hard on, on getting that program together. Yes, well, that program is, um, is humming along and it's going to have a sea theme. Down to the Sea is going to be our theme for um, 2022 and... It's shaping up to be a great festival. We've got lots of new ideas of what we can introduce. So, um, you know, I guess this has been this is quite a good test to see what we can do if we are still, let's hope not, in level two, um, because that, there are a lot of restrictions. So. It just keeps us nimble, I think. <laughs> there you go. There's that word again. <laughs> Jeannie, thanks so much for taking some time. I know it's been a, a big job to pull this to, together. It's wonderful to know that we have this opportunity. Wild Dunedin, your 
Spring Edition between the 8th and the 10th of October. Do check out all the events online and participate and get part of it and, and so you show your support for all of these local entities that have uh, that have kept this Wild Dunedin Festival going over the years, uh, even through some of the more difficult times of the last couple of years. We know we're looking forward to perhaps better times and a big full festival in April next year as well. Jeannie Hayden, thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. Thank you, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.